Hello and welcome to Mediumship Matters, your go-to spiritual development podcast. I'm your host Hannah McIntyre and I am so excited to have you here. Join me and other great guests as we explore what it means to be a medium, the work that we need to do and the questions that we need to ask for our own development and unfoldment. I'm so happy that you're here. Let's begin. Just to let you all know that my book, You Are a Medium, You Just Don't Know It Yet, is available to purchase on Amazon or via my website, www.hannamedium.co.uk. I am incredibly proud to be able to say that it is already an Amazon bestseller and I'm so grateful to all of you for your reviews, comments and feedback. Um, If you haven't already, please do check it out. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Hello and welcome to Mediumship Matters with me, Hannah McIntyre. And as you will have noticed, I decided just on a whim to do, uh, not because I was called to by spirit, just because I decided uh, to do three podcasts this week because I've got so many listener questions and I'm toying with the idea of taking December off. I know, I know. But I think I'm going to hit my uh, 100,000 downloads before December. So all my targets will be hit and I could just enjoy fannying around with uh, nutmeg, cinnamon, apple spice, wrapping presents, watching Christmas movies. So, yeah, prepare yourselves. If you're behind, it'll give you a chance to catch up, won't it? And then next year for season three... We're going to revisit some of the podcasts that I've already recorded and see how my understanding has changed. Bet you can't wait for that, can you? Whoa, what a roller coaster. 
Anyway, I just want to give a quick shout out before I start reading all of them to Cindy, who messaged me to say um, that one of my podcasts had answered all her questions in one go. That's pretty smashing, isn't it? So I'm really, really glad. Thank you very much, Cindy, for getting in touch. Now, that's funny because as I look at your email, I see the words Reiki popping out and that has reminded me to let you all know that the booking is open for Spirit Led Reiki online course next year. So I would love to have you join us. Please do check out my website, hannahmedium.co.uk, if you would like to be part of it. The first online course. It's a moment in history. So here I go. Now you have to excuse me, I'm halfway through a coffee because I've been recording multiple podcasts this morning. And uh, yeah, I am fueled by spirit and caffeine always so you might get the odd slob slurp noise you're very welcome natalie has emailed hi hannah my name's natalie and i love your podcast well thanks natalie i love how down to earth you are how you you are yourself with no filter and i definitely relate to you and your randomness that can come finding myself giggling along on my car journeys thank you yeah it is random (laughs) none of this is planned natalie i'm you're quite right. Um, I'm glad you appreciate that. It's not for everybody. Anyway, I listened through Spotify and after listening to your most recent episode, an old one played called Spooky Stuff. Before listening to your thoughts, I would watch many a paranormal ghost program and believe it to be right until you opened your mind when you explained how it's not an evil spirit trapped here, rather an energy echo left behind, which builds from humans fear and energy towards it. I was just wondering if you could explain to me how scratches sometimes appear on people if it's just a negative energy around. How is it possible and happening and why? One baffled girl here with this one. Ha ha. Thank you for opening my eyes and mind with your work on the podcast. You are a great girl. Keep doing what you're doing. Love and light. Thanks, Natalie. What a lovely message. Okay, now here's I'm going to be my usual obtuse self here. And I'm just going to say If we did believe that it was an evil spirit, that evil spirit would still be made of energy. So how are they scratching anybody? Now, I am yet in my limited experience to ever see a scratch appear on somebody in front of me. I've had people message me with marks on them, but never ever something appear, you know, somebody's arm is out in front of us live and a scratch appears on it, which leads me to think that it's probably them doing it in their sleep or in a moment of terror or worry or fear. I mean, I am one of those people, I'm wider than I think I am. It's a, it's a tragedy. And I am permanently bruised. And it is, sometimes I look a little bit like I'm a Dalmatian or something, a reverse Dalmatian. I've got so many bruises and bumps. And my husband says to me, good God, look at that one. Where did you get it from? No memory, no idea. Don't remember walking into anything. Just it's there and it hurts. But I'm also clumsy enough to recognise some of the bumps and bruises and know what I did in that moment. So I think that if you're in a really fearful state and you're really worried, your dreams are fearful and worried and we move in our sleep. Now, I am somebody that to my absolute shame, 
and mortification and probably my father's too was caught butt naked going out of the front door when I was 16 years old and lived at home and that was something that neither he wanted to see nor I wanted to know happened in my sleep just to be clear (laughs) I just forgot the most important part of that story (laughs) sorry I was asleep um, (laughs) and walking out my front door naked which was mortifying Um, and I do walk in my sleep talk in my sleep and I do take off all my clothes in my sleep I don't know why there's a mental image none of you needed nor wanted but you've got it now and so I yeah I don't know I I don't know that's the truth Natalie I have never seen anybody come and receive one live I have never seen anything move live apart from lights flashing and the tv changing channel and 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 things like that but I've never seen anything like a door slamming or plates being thrown at people's heads or anything like that either in reality um there's been weird stuff that's happened But it's a weird bloody world we live in. So I don't know. I still don't believe that there is anything harmful in the spirit world. I think humans are the problem. Um, And so I don't know, having never been scratched myself and never met anybody who's been scratched there and then, I can only think that it is accidental. And I don't really watch the ghost haunty programs because they annoy me so much. But if that happens in ghost haunty programs, send me a link to one where it's happening and then I'll put my big girl pants on and watch it and we'll discuss it then. I'll get a read from it and I'll feel it. So I think it's one of those things. um, It validates the scariness, the spookiness. But again, if there was an evil spirit, a what is their what is their purpose here if they are here to cause carnage and upset why are they what are scratcher that will show them i could i mean i've got infinite power um i'm assuming evil spirits are as powerful in in this scenario as good spirits i'm not having to go you natalie i'm just going down a rabbit hole i hope that's not coming across aggressively um i know what i'll do i i would i could snap someone's neck or behead them but I'll scratch them on the back of their hand because that'll show them. I don't know. It just seems a bit weird to me. Or are these, I don't know. I don't know. You have to ask somebody who's actually experienced it as a scratch and see what they tell you it is. And I'd love to know. I'd love to know why they think that that's what it wants to do. You think of the things that you could do as an evil spirit. This is where I, my brain goes. You could get onto the internet and I don't know cause porn pop-ups in in everybody's events for life you could give yourself give money from the rich to the poor or more money to the rich I don't know who's the evil person who's the evil person the rich let's say the rich um you you know you could you could give more money to the rich I'm trying to think what the devil would do I'm thinking of that program, that film with Al Pacino in and Keanu Reeves. 
Devil's Advocate. Now that is a good film. If you haven't watched that, you should watch that. What would you do? What does the devil want to do? He wants to have sex and do drugs. Um, I don't know. There's no sort of, I want to scratch somebody's hand. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's all dramatic. Equally, as I've said to you guys before, I would... The trouble with me is I've watched too many horror movies and I am jump scare alicious. So I would just shit a brick, not because there was a spirit there, but just because that's the kind of girl that I am. So that would just be frustrating for everybody. Hmm. Next question. I don't know if that helped, Natalie. Sorry, but that's the best I can give you at this time. Uh, next question is Sonia. Uh, and Sonia says, Dear Hannah, I love your podcast and your honest and open-minded view on things. I have a long unanswered question and I hope you might be able to have an answer for it. I firmly believe that when we have all lived many lives and have incarnated in different bodies, when we die, our physical body leaves behind and our soul remains. How does it come that a medium sees the soul in the shape of its past life? Does the soul always show itself in the presence of its very past life or can that happen? Can it happen that it appears in the look of some life before that? Why does a soul present itself in a shape anyway when it's mainly just light, energy and consciousness? I hope you understood my question and thank you for reading this. Wish you a wonderful day, Sonia from Germany. Ah, well, now, isn't that the question? And this just, oh, there's so many things I want to say to you, Sonia. Where do I start? I believe that when we're doing an evidential spirit communication, the spirit that we are talking to has the intelligence of the spirit world and therefore knows to appear as the life that will be recognised by the sitter. That said, in the previous podcast, I was talking about starting off psychically and then moving into an evidential frequency, which is how I believe that we work. When people start seeing, one of the things I always tell my students is don't try and see at the beginning, just try and feel. And the reason for that is when you see things at the beginning, because you're seeking and not receiving, you are picking it up rather than the spirit choosing what to send you. And if you are picking it up, then you can get in the way of it and you can pick up the wrong thing. You can pick up the wrong time, the wrong space. If I think about my life and all the different ways that I have looked um, over my life, I love to experiment with hair colour. Three years ago, my hair was fluorescent red, for example. So if you were to move into psychic seeking of information from my soul when you talk to it you might then pick up that I've got had red hair but that wouldn't be valid for my loved ones who'd be expecting me to come through as I look right now does that make sense so there's always a difficulty with that you have to make sure you're in receiving and surrendering not seeking um but this is a very good question, just generally speaking. Why does your grandmother come through as your grandmother and not as Joan of Arc as she once lived? And if we take that even further, Sonia, let's talk about the fact that we're all a collective. Why do they come through as an individual at all? And I think it's accessibility for us. If we look at the purpose of evidential mediumship, the purpose is to prove there is a spirit world, to bring that hope and that love but to prove that there is a spirit world. And I think for most people, they're less interested in making a communication 
I'm talking Joe Public here, the muggles, they're less interested in making a communication with a spirit guide and more interested in having a communication with somebody they knew. So I believe spirit understand the confines of the current way that we work with spirit and so they fulfill that need with their intelligence and their power because this is like me with spirit guides when I first started working with spirit guides they were all individuals to me now I communicate with source it's a collective energy I don't speak to them as individuals they are one and I needed to experience them as individuals to allow myself to receive and build relationships and trust with them so that I could then receive them as source. And that took me many years. So it's the same thing again. If somebody came for a reading and your grandmother came in as the oneness, (laughs) their grandmother came in as the oneness, it probably wouldn't... um, resonate in the same way because they wouldn't be ready to understand the oneness the oneness is a spiritual concept that you start to understand when you've developed enough not when you are just wanting to know that your brother is okay in the spirit world so I think it presents itself like that and one of the things that I always find really interesting when we talk about past lives is we all all spiritual people there's I haven't found anyone that disagrees with this yet agree that there is no time in the spirit world, that time is a human construct for this physical plane and the spirit world is just now. So why is it that we only get past life readings and we don't get future life readings? Because your soul has experienced everything in that moment of now. So what is that? So it's always really interesting to look at where our limits are in our understanding and push them. And I think you've you've done a, a great one there. So I don't think it is a true representation of who that spirit is. And that is hard for me to say because there's a little bit of my humanness that wants to be reunited with my nana as my nana. But I also understand that she will be my nana, but also so much more than my nana. But also when I move into spirit to be reunited with her, I will be more than I am right now. And I won't have that same need that I have right now. So, yeah, I probably should have had more coffee before I answered this one. But I hope that makes sense, Sonia. And do email me if you did, if it doesn't. And I'm not even a month behind on questions now. So this was October and uh, we're getting there slowly but surely. So please do get in touch if that's opened up more questions for you or if I've not been clear enough. Okay, next up, I've got some questions from lovely, lovely Sammy. Um, who I was so joyous to meet in person at AFC this year. So, um... How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. 
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Sammy says, a couple of questions I've been meaning to send to you. So the first one is, how do I personally prep before a demo? Um, so... Uh, ridiculously and this is going to sound nuts but I'm going to answer you honestly because I have to I uh, rap I drive to Dems and I my ideal because sometimes if I give people a lift I can't rap with the absolute freedom that I would like to as a white middle-aged woman Um, but when I'm completely on my own I rap and it activates my throat chakra and I can't put it any other way um if you've ever seen me work some of you will see that my neck really flushes when my throat chakra is going for it I'm not sure if that's my own resistance to uh speaking or it's just the way it's the way it is for me but when I drive to Dems I put on Iggy Azalea the Fugees Eminem although I haven't quite got the breath capacity for all of Eminem's verses but I will I will struggle along a little bit of plan B uh they're my faves and I wrap my socks off the whole way there. And it always seems to me that if I can get in a real good flow with my wrapping, that the night's going to be good. And I know that's stupid, but you can just feel that power building. I can feel it in the car before I get there. I can feel that energy building of communication and empowerment and performance because that's really important to understand when you're doing platform um it can be deathly dull and the problem is and eddie put a comment like this hi eddie on facebook the other day on one of my posts but it's absolutely true if you need a great energy to work in if the audience has gone to sleep because you're so boring that they can't even get on board unless the message is for them and it's all very slow and very hushed and very then you're not going to get the audience with you which means your mediumship is not going to be as good so you need to find sammy whatever pumps you up pump up the jam pump it up whatever is gonna i've sorry i've been watching kunk on earth i don't know if you guys have but that song is going to be in my head forever now. Um, it's that whatever pumps you up. So when I get ready, now let's go right back to the beginning. I don't like to eat before I demonstrate. I don't know why. I normally have a big lunch, but I don't like to be sluggish and weighed down with digestion. So I try not to eat anything too carby or too heavy and I normally don't eat my dinner before I demonstrate because 
just like in normal life where, you know, Sunday lunch, you've eaten your food, you start to slow down, you start to get restful. It's the same for a demonstration. You don't want to be in that kind of sluggish, slow space. I get ready to the sounds of RuPaul, always RuPaul. Um, I feel that that empowers me to put on more makeup than I'm comfortable with. And there's something in that preparatory space that really works for me. Now, this is only personal and this isn't the same for everybody, but I just really need to be in that space where I'm feeling glammed up. I'm feeling extra. I'm feeling special. I... It's so important for my mediumship. So if I could get my hair bigger, it would be big hair, loads of glitter, loads of lipstick, lots of RuPaul um, singing along to that because, as you guys know, that was so um, transformation over lockdown, transformational for me watching RuPaul's Drag Race because of watching uh, queens who are absolutely amazing lose their way because of fear beating them. So I always hold on to that. It's not just RuPaul's amazing nuggets of inspiration. It is also understanding that if I let fear drive this show, it won't be as good. So um, I, I always listen to RuPaul and put loads of makeup on and put on usually something loud and animal print or sparkly um, because that makes me feel more like I'm doing a show. Um, And then I often listen to Britney Spears' Circus, same reason, it's got that kind of vibe, putting on a show, getting into the zone, getting into that performance state. Um, And then as I drive to the venue, I rap. Now, things that I have learnt in the last year have and that have changed for me because they don't work for me personally is, I don't want to do any more village halls because... I was arriving in that sort of pumped up state, all glammed up, um, dressed to the nines and then having to put chairs out and having to get a bar ready and stuff like that. So for me personally, I've decided that I would rather pay more for a venue and not have to do that stuff. So that really helps me. Um, Yeah, rap, massive. Sometimes I arrive, I'm so pumped. Poor Amanda. I don't know how she puts up with me because I'm like whoa and then I'm excited to see her so it's good to have people there that you are excited to be around my friend Kim as well who helps on occasion it's it's that kind of people you you are looking forward to hanging out with people that bring good vibes if you've got a friend who you love more than anything but is negative Nancy don't have them supporting you at your demonstrations. You don't want to be sitting with them as they tell you all the problems that they've got going on with their life when you're trying to get yourself into a state to work. I've got a real thing that I can't wait for, which is when I get to the stage where I'm off stage and I walk on to the stage because at the moment I do find it really peculiar uh, everybody arriving and me just sort of lingering lingering around and getting more and more and more afraid um, so I'm hoping at some point next year it will reach the point where um, I will be out of sight until I come onto the stage and that will just feel a bit uh easier for me I think so if I was off stage I would be rapping and I would also be mantraing, um, affirmationing, whatever you want to call it, which is just 
I'm an exceptional medium or whatever I'm trying to open myself up to at the moment um, or this is going to be a great night. There's so many different things that I use, but I just sit and repeat one. Again, I pick which one I want for the night and I repeat it 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 it. Um, in my head normally because it would be weird to do it in front of people. Um, And that's how I prepare. Now, I like upbeat music for people coming in. Uh, Hopefully they've read the booking information. They know that I am not the average medium where it's all going to be very, very quiet and soft and sad. Um, I want people to know that it's going to be fun and enjoyable. So I normally play uh, greatest party anthems or something on Spotify playlist and um, get get the party started a little bit, get it a bit more vibing, a bit more fun. Um, And that's really important for me too. Some of the church services that I have uh, seen online um, where they've played like a really sad song before the medium starts. It's just killed the vibe. Everybody's got one foot in the grave before we've even begun with the communications. We're all just there feeling sad and miserable. And that is not a great energy to work in for a platform medium. So I think for me, it's about getting my vibration as buzzy and as high and as joyful as possible, but also getting the audience into that space as buzzy, as high vibe as possible. Um, makes it easier to work, always, always. And you uh, it, you can still have really emotional and um, deep feeling experiences, but have fun with them and have them have a high vibe atmosphere so I am all about the vibe and the high vibe atmosphere and as I've mentioned before you know choosing the right venue is also really important there are certain venues around here that are stunningly beautiful but they just have a really oppressive vibe and it just makes for a cruddy night so I've given up with them yeah so that is I hope that makes sense it for me it's about yeah, getting yourself into a buzzy state. You want your mediumship to be quite quick. You want there to be momentum. You want it to be coming out at quite a speed um, so you can build with the spirit quicker. And so it's about getting your energy into a heightened, speedier state. It's never perfect. At the moment, one of the things that keeps happening is people that have booked at my events at the moment, we've got um, front two rows are VIP seating, which are reserved, and, and then the rest of it is a free-for-all. And if you've booked eight tickets for a free-for-all, don't turn up one minute before the event starts and then moan that you haven't got seats altogether. Because it's just ridiculous so that's one of the things so then you know you have to be in the audience and you have to be pulling out the chairs and moving them all around and trying to get people sat together Um, and I can't wait to just not be involved in all of that stuff if I can get into theatres of course there'll be tickets will be sold by seat and that will be easier so that's how I personally prep there was something else I wanted to say to you here oh and then get your opening patter down Sammy because what I do is while I'm doing the hi I'm Hannah this is how I work this is what you can expect this is mediumship as I work through that I'm building my power and because that is pretty familiar to me now and I've said it many times I'm not really thinking about it too much Um, it's a great chance to bring the audience's energy in with you so breaking the silence of an audience is 
a really important and difficult thing to do. So you want them to get on board, you want them to be interactive and a still and quiet audience is always less responsive than one that comes in with a buzz. And as you will have seen in your demonstrating, sometimes you just need some bugger to put their hand up, even if the spirit isn't for them, to get the ball rolling. And I have found that taking a bit more time into my opening. Um, I've made tried to make it quite funny because the laughter brings people along. I get everybody to, to answer me. Sometimes I have to do the, we can do better than that, answer again thing, which I absolutely hate, but is actually so necessary. And you can feel it in the audience energy when you bring them in with you. So it's about trying to, to get them on board. If we think of it like that triangle, spirit, medium and the sitter, in a demonstration it's spirit, medium and audience. So you're trying to bring the audience in with you and that comes from being engaging, being funny, whatever your true self is Sammy and I know I've met you obviously what a beautiful soul you are. So it's getting them to understand you and so taking a couple of minutes to start with how your journey with spirit has been and tell them your story will help to bring them in with you. And I know that when I first started, my, my feeling was got to get on with the me. That's what they're here for. Got to get on with the mediumship. Got to do it. Got to do it. Got to do it. And I've actually found that the more I allow that opening to be slow and steady. And well, I'm never slow and steady, but you know what I mean? Relaxed. I'm allowing myself to just sit and immerse in that energy and bring the audience in the better the demonstration is. Um, okay. Second question from you is if you live with someone who isn't as spiritual as you, do you talk about your spiritual experiences to them? Yes and no. Uh, my husband, bless him, um, is certainly more open to this than he was when I started 12 years ago. Um, so he is definitely... He's definitely come on the journey with me whether he wanted to or not. Uh, I have to understand that he doesn't really accept it. Uh, there's been real moments where the shit's hit the fan and I've been crying and saying how hard it was and I don't know if I can do this and all that kind of thing. And his response has just been, well, don't do it then. Why would you do this? Uh, you're not making any money from it. He, he's very analytical, but that serves a purpose. So it's been very interesting being married to a financial advisor who is very practically minded, very straight down the line and is very much sort of, well, why are you doing this? You're putting yourself through hell. You're busting a gut. You're working 60 hours a week. You're exhausted all the time. And now you're crying because it's too hard. Why would you possibly be carrying on with this when you could get a part-time job and have an easy life? So he doesn't understand the calling aspect of it at all. He just doesn't comprehend it. And I've accepted that. At the beginning, he really wasn't interested in any of it, so I didn't talk to him about it at all. Um, I would just say, he would say, how a circle? I'd say, good, he'd say, okay, and that would be that. He never asked what we did. He still, to this day, has never seen me work live, um, and that's fine, I understand that. He, It's not his thing, and actually, you don't want an audience of people there where it's not their thing, so why would I be forcing him to come? Um, yeah, so I don't talk to him about that stuff. That said... I think it was this year we had some drinks and he just said to me okay can you get someone through for me um, and I shouldn't have done it when I'd had a drink but 
I was I wouldn't have done it otherwise for him because of the way it was and I got someone through for him that he didn't even know had passed it was pretty profound actually um and he kept saying well this person you're talking about they haven't they're not in spirit they're not well he didn't say it like that he said they're not dead because that's how normal people say it and um then when he looked them up and realised that they had died and he had indeed missed their funeral and because no one had thought to tell him and he was very upset about it but that was very evidential for him because he didn't even know that they were in the spirit world so there was no no doubt there and that has changed things slightly um, because he gets more of an understanding now about how it works and what it what it does uh, but still, I would say not fascinated. And it was mind blowing to me when he said to me, please don't show me any more orb videos. They are so boring. I'm just not interested. And I was like, are you kidding me? What? It's a physical phenomena from the spirit world. And he was just like, not bothered. So it's about respecting that and understanding that and not allowing it to hold you back. And I think for me at the beginning, I was seeking validation for this path from everyone. And it was good for me not to receive it from my husband because actually the validation has to come from within. So I hope that helps. And there we go. Another podcast done and uh, still more questions to answer. And if you've got one, please do email podcast at hannahmedium.co.uk. Thanks for listening, guys. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoyed it. As always, I'm here just to ask you to click that follow button, to share the podcast on your social media and leave a review. These things help me so much with reaching more people, getting better guests, getting more information out there. So anything you can do to help would be gratefully received. And I will catch up with you again soon. Thanks for listening.